I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life change. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, radiant lights. Woo! Are you ready for June? Oh, gosh. Lots going on for June, June, June. Uh, hi, everyone. If you're new to my channel, I'm Michelle, and you've tuned in to Awakenings with Michelle Mache. And as always, it's great to connect with everyone here on a Wednesday. Hello in the chat. Um, you can listen by phone. You can listen in the chat, the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room, which also helps me with my sound, and they ground the energy. Um, if you are listening in the chat, you can ask questions in the chat if you've um, registered with Blog Talk. Um, otherwise, you can listen by phone, and you can ask questions by phone um, by pressing one on your keypad. And that um, number is 347-539-5122. Hi, Athena in the chat. Yes, it's been a long time. Long time no see live. <laughs> Good to see you. Again, that call-in number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad uh, to get on air. Um, I'll be diving into readings in just a little bit here. We also have a great guest, friend of the show, um, dear friend, colleague, Jude Curavan. Um, you don't want to miss this. We're going to be talking about the new moon solar eclipse, which is happening next week on June 10th. Um, June is a storehouse of information and wisdom and quite a loving presence. She actually has a background in um, uh, physics um, as well as archaeology um, and finance. She's actually worked in finance as well. So she's got a great grasp of things and really dedicated on her path. So I hope you'll stick around for the second half of the program also. All right, so this cycle, I want to get in a little bit um, about this cycle and what to expect and what's coming up, um, different changes that are I'm noticing within myself, the people I work with, and I'm, I'm hearing. So I want to dive into that. Um, also want to invite all of you to please join me on my YouTube channel, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache. I'd love if you would subscribe, get the notifications. Um, also say hi there. Let me know what kind of readings that you would like. Um, I do a lot of pick a card so that it connects with your intuition as well. Um, you can also connect with me further if you want to do a deeper dive on my Patreon community. Um, again, Soul Awakening. Uh, we've got a great group on the Soul Path community there. And also, if you have questions, sometimes we have just one question or a couple questions that we want clarification in our life or some advice or guidance. 
Um, I am on this on an app called MentorCam, um, M-E-N-T-O-R-C-A-M. And um, I don't know if there's a link in the show. Maybe I should have Sadie put a link in the show. But um, it's also if you follow me on Instagram or we're connected on Instagram, um, you can also, uh, there's a link there for MentorCam. And you can just connect with me there. Um, and if you have a question, you know, about anything, it could be psychic, it could be about your path, it could be about dream, uh, dream therapy, spirituality, spiritualism, metaphysics, transpersonal psychology, hypnotherapy. If you look on my website, soulplayground.life, I have a quite extensive background. Um, it could be on tarot, even numerology. Um, just anything that you feel that you need some, perhaps some maybe guidance, maybe some soul insights, um, or you have just some questions that you're wondering about or perhaps direction. Um, if I can help you, I definitely will. And this is, for me, a great way to do this. I love it. I've been doing it for just a, a little bit, just about a month, I guess. And I've had some great people uh, email. Some people email questions in. Some people do a video recording, and then I do a video recording back of the answer. And um, it's just a wonderful way to, another way to connect. So um, I'm really enjoying that. So if that's something that interests you, that's MentorCam, um, and that's an app. You get the app, and then you'll see me on the app. <laughs> All right, Radiant Lights, just wanted to let you know about that. And um, so, you know, this month is quite a um, – we're in a 47 – 11-2 cycle, and there's a lot that's divinely guided this month and divinely interrupted this month. It's a lot, a lot of testing, um, a lot to do with relationships, interpersonal relationships, and patterns, past patterns that you will be seeing what works and doesn't work. And it's not even from an intellectual level or cognitive level of you trying to think things through or saying, this doesn't work for me anymore. I've got to change it. It's like it's changed. You respond differently. And so your little self, the ego, is going, oh, I don't do that anymore or I can't do this. So it's going to be a lot of reflection. Like you're going to be responding differently or notice how much you've changed or how much you even want circumstances around you to change. A lot of people are going to be waking up to their environment, that they're not in the, the environment they've outgrown. It might be too small for you, for your soul expression. It may be um, just not the right fit anymore, right? And the other thing that I want to say, and this has been going on perhaps for the last few years on and off, but it seems to get stronger uh, this month and actually next month, is dietary changes, food changes. You may find there's certain foods you can't eat, or many people are saying they're not eating very much, and then all of a sudden they'll be hungry, you know, really hungry and need a very substantial meal. So you might feel you're just having very little food, more liquids, hopefully a lot of water, water and herbal tea. I would say water right now is so important for the condu um, conduction of the higher frequency energies that are coming in. Now, we are in a gateway portal of light right now uh, for the next month. Um, so that conductivity um, is really 
important right now, right? Because when you're a conduit, right, you are an open channel for uh, for a transmission of something. There's this bringing together right now, right? So the water, having a lot of water, not being dehydrated, um, helps you receive the higher frequency energy. So really, really important always, but especially right now. Oh, Athena in the chat, great. You're starting to drink more water. Oh, great. Yeah, this is, um, again, your body knows because it's connected in through the subconscious into the collective unconscious or creative unconsciousness of the all that is, uh, what we can't see. But, but we're interfaced in it through the subtle energy. And we, we get through that through the subconscious, you know, into our greater consciousness. So the body is always receiving the signals. We just sometimes tune it out through the mind or we get busy or we, or we interpret things a certain way or we have a certain perception or belief system like, oh, I always need to eat this or I always need to eat in the morning or I always need to eat this many meals or that many meals. And it's really time to listen to your body more. You have to listen to your body more on this part of the awakening. It's just crucial, imperative. I cannot stress it enough. So in some ways, we're extending or expanding through the mind, the higher mind, the divine mind, um, taking, refining our emotions, getting out of emotionalism and getting into the higher frequency of our emotions to get into higher frequency and more um, expanded aspects of consciousness through the etheric and astral plane. So in other words, less and less creation and co-creation from the lower emotional body, the lower you know, astral plane, so that that our creations are being refined, okay? There's a refinement that's taking place. And part of that refinement is a refinement in how we listen. To, that's bringing an attunement. Many of you may be seeing 1111 a lot or 111 or other, or angel numbers. 1111 and 111 are basically, they're, they're like, I call them energetic chiropractic adjustments. Those are attunements, alignments, frequency attunements and alignments. Um, there are also messages that you're on the right track or on the right path or you're about to experience more synchronicity in your life or you are. It's kind of a, a wake-up. Um, and and that, is, that vibrational frequency um, aligns you to the next level of, of your unfolding and, and signals, it signals you what you need to do or where you're, where you're going or what's coming up for you. So there's going to be a lot of confirmations this month for many of you. Um, many of you are going to be moving or planning moves or big job change, career change. Um, I'm sure Jude is going to talk about this because we are going to talk about the clips, you know, something being eclipsed out of your life. Um, I know for me, even with family, there's certain things that I just cannot do anymore. I haven't been able to do for a while. It's been, see, these changes have been happening for all of us little by little by little. It's just they're going to become more pronounced now. They're going to become more evident to the lower mind, right, <laughs> to the regular personality. But you've been in this change for quite some while, um, especially the last, 18 
18 months to two, two and a half years. Now, for some of you, this has been a long cycle, anywhere between seven and 20 years, because that's the 20 year, we're, we're in that, we're in this new 20 year cycle, which actually in a broader sense is a 200 year cycle. But the distilling of the information for many of you has been a seven year cycle. The drastic changes that you've been experienced for many people has been anywhere from 18 months to about two and a half years. It's that Saturn cycle, right? It's that North node. We can look at it astrologically through the nodes and through the uh, Saturn-Pluto uh, energy pattern, and specifically Saturn because Saturn has a lot to do with the Earth. You know, it's, it, it is about time. It is about um, cause and effect or karma, what we've put into motion through our beliefs, our actions, um, and what we're experiencing through putting things in beliefs or our actions. So I would just say wake up, be more awake. <laughs> just be very, very vigilant, very aware. And I don't mean from a fear point. I mean from an awareness point, a consciousness. Connect more to the awareness of awareness of you the part that's an aware, that's aware that it's awareness. And a lot of that's through meditation, contemplation, just pausing, pausing after interactions with people, just kind of going, what just happened there? What, am I, what are my motivations? What's my intention? So we're moving into a phase of living more intentionally. I'm calling it intentional living. And it's more than just having an intention. Being intentional is, is, is being very present doesn't mean you're not busy and you can be sometimes scattered, but you, you, the intention is there, and so you begin to live intentionally, which you allow for those pauses to reflect, to contemplate, to really see what's going on below the surface and understanding what is your response. Some of you, it might be reactions, but what is your response and why are you responding that way and why is someone else responding? Now is not the time to get caught up in other people's dramas 3D dramas and traumas, if you're not on that plane, this is not the time to say, I need to help you out of this unless someone wants help. <laughs> That's very clear. This is because we're moving away from an, in this whole enabling, the victim abuse, master slave kind of thing. It ties in with the narcissistic abuse, enablers codependent, you know, the, the psychic or empath with the narcissist, you know, all of this, whatever labels you want to put on it, we're moving away from that. And as we move away from that, people that are having difficulties, they will have more of a chance to connect to their source instead of plugging into people, instead of vampirism. They will feel that space and that void even more. Some will, some will tune in through their higher self and connect into source energies, their own source, the higher self, their own aspect of being to source, and some will not. And that's, that's the great divide that's happening right now. Some will continue to, to um, depend on external sources and make them authority, you know, so-called authority sources, and some will go within. Now, we'll always get help from each other and we'll need help. There's a much difference, there's a big difference between help, assisting, and enabling, or not looking at the elephant in the room, 
and not having accountability or responsibility. In fact, we'll be more helpful with each other. We'll be more supportive. We'll be more compassionate. We actually will be more loving through that impre- the presence of the all that is more through us and our own compassion for ourselves and others, the intentionality, because we also will not be fooling ourselves as to what it takes to make changes. So you'll have to know, am I overdoing something? Am I overdepending? Am I moving into this codependent state, which ultimately gives your power away? Or am I making someone else codependent? Sometimes you just have to walk away. Like one of my teachers, Reverend Diane Harmony, said, sometimes you just have to love people from afar. Because we're all interconnected spiritually. That's never going to change. It's what we decide to experience on this earth plane that's setting in a new template that's operating off of a different blueprint, a more original blueprint, a blueprint that is more from the soul. And so sometimes to have someone or something come towards you, you have to create the space. You have to allow the space. So let's get to callers. That number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. Hello. Welcome. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing great. Who's this? Uh, my name is Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Welcome. What's your question? Thank you. Yeah, I was calling. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I was calling because I want to know business-wise what is coming up for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel you're in a building phase, and it's, t- yeah, foundational, taking bit by bit. Something is dismantling. Do you know what it is? There's something that might be coming, yeah, that might be coming undone. Hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Or you're starting something new or you're going to be doing something differently or maybe you were working with a certain group or certain company and now that's changing. Um, Does that make sense? Um, I was working with a group, but that's been, like, that's almost a year that I've left them. Okay, so that's still, well, that still hasn't filled up then, you know. Oh, yeah, so the new hasn't come in yet, right? So what are you wanting well, to know specifically? So, like, I am like I am still, like, in, like, the building phase of my business, but, like, mm-hmm. I've left a very, like, toxic relationship. So, like, all the income that I make, like, now it's, like, I have to make it. So um, it's yeah. more so, like, is it more income coming in, like, within the next, like, month, you know, coming? Like, like, I, like I'm just a It is, but you're now. still building. So you, it is, yeah. but you're still building. So it's okay. just going to take a while. Yeah, you're, you're on the right track. That space hasn't filled up yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what's happening. What is, it's I not filled up yet. Building. Yeah. That's what's happening. What? It, it, what? No, I was saying, you. what do you mean by space hasn't filled up yet? 
Well, from that other job or whoever you're working with, or if you have income from someone else, it's just taking time, chronological time, to 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 fill that up with with more resources, which could also mm-hmm. be money, right? So yeah, you're you're um, so just keep doing what you're doing is what I'm hearing, you know, and and definitely reach out, stretch out, connect with other people, um, network is what I'm hearing, but yeah, it hasn't filled it. That, that space has not filled up yet. Okay. That kind of makes sense now that you, like, explained it a little bit more in detail. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much anxiety that comes with, like, being on your own. <laughs> it's like, oh, am I, I gonna... know. I have it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have it. Um, I get it. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah, um... And, like, having mm-hmm. the, like, you, you being, the, like, the sole income. There's no job that's giving you income, like you have to go out there and make it yourself. Yeah, that's being entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. I have that. I get it. Yeah. So what you're, what you um, just have to do is just keep doing what you're doing and move and move forward. You know, it's just gonna. It's all. It's okay. time with you. I don't even feel it's timing. It's just time. You know, it's yeah. Capricorn, it's Saturn, it's time, it's building up, it's not even timing. It's an Earth thing right now with you, Keisha. Okay. okay. But it'll build up. But what's very interesting, once you have that foundation in stronger, because, you know, something was pulled out from you, then it'll move, then the synchronistic timing will start. So you're you're not far off from there. So just hang in there, okay? Just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. All right. Thank you. That, All right. That helped me you're a lot. so welcome. Oh, good. Oh, good, good. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Take care. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay. This is my First time on the show, but I listen to you all the time, and my husband um, encouraged me to call in. And we oh, have a question. <laughs> He's very supportive. Uh, we have a question about moving. Do you see a move in our future? Absolutely. And if so, yeah, absolutely. Where? Oh, yeah. That's why there's a lot of people moving. Um, I think you're going to know more around September, October is what I'm hearing. Um, but there is definitely a move. It's it's definitely, I feel like once you decide to move, once you find the the place, the area is what I'm hearing, it's going to happen um, pretty quickly. Oh, wonderful. So it's not, it's not, so not going to be a long, it's not going to be a long drawn out uh, cycle is what I'm hearing. It might be on the beginning side of it, but then after that, no. Is there any indication of what part of the country it might be? No, that's why I said once you find out where it is that you actually want to be, that's your free will. Yeah, that's your uh, – you guys are going to have to do a little little exploring, a little travel, get out of – you know, a little look on the online, you know, look on the Internet. Uh, and, yeah, and but you will be – you definitely will be moving. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, so tell him hi and hugs to both of you. Thank you very much, Michelle. You're welcome. Bye.
Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, you're on air. Welcome to Awakenings. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Who am I speaking with? This is Angelique. What, say it again. Angelique. Oh, hi, Angelique. Welcome. Um, your question? So I actually, um, my question is in the area of love and romance and life partnership. And what, if, I don't know, whatever you may be picking up around timing or, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and whatever I'm picking up around what? I didn't hear that. Um, well, just timing or what I need to get into alignment to draw this person in. Okay, looks like a shift around Scorpio time. So October, November. Um, alignment for you is just continuing to do what you love to do and focusing on your values, your principles, your beliefs. It's like a sonar. So the more you're in alignment to what you truly believe and doing what it is you truly believe, um, then that person is um, is there on your radar. Now, I do feel um, – Are you focused on your finance right now a lot or rebuilding or something? Yes, I'm definitely in a rebirth phase of my life, Um, professionally for sure. Professionally, yeah. So that's the key. That's your focus, and through that is when this person comes in. So you're actually building (laughs) – yeah, did you? (laughs) No, keep going. Please please keep going. Please keep going. Yeah, it, it it's through this new foundation, and it could even be, I don't know, somehow through the work. I don't know if it's you meet them at work or through work or through your shift in work or what you're doing work-wise that it opens the door. So it may be, in other words, it, your schedule may change, and then you end up going someplace or doing something different, and then you end up meeting that person. Because there's something definitely about your routine that shifts that allows yes. this person to come that comes in. Does that, does that make sense to you? It, it does. Um, there is another person who's been in my energy field for a while, but nothing has shifted with this person, which I, because of the way that it happened, I couldn't understand why, because it seems so miraculous in it, in it of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe this person's not the person. <laughs> for me um i'm kind of feeling that i i I don't know i mean because these are just quick reads i feel like it's yeah could be somebody else because i feel like there's a big change coming around this could be an opener type person because i almost feel like they're they're either in and out or you connect with them and then not so much i don't feel them always yep they're in your yeah is that right yeah Um, yeah they're in and out Mm -hmm. yeah so um, it's opening, but it's really contingent on you, what you're doing. Right. I'll, I'll give you, yeah, I'll, I'll reflect back what you're affirming for me, and then you can move on to the next person because I don't want to monopolize your time in the call. Um, but okay. I asked myself, okay, if, if I were the reason why I was putting a delay on manifesting this life partner, what would my reason be? And it would be to get myself established for myself, like what I'm, re- what I'm yeah. creating new in my life, 
I need to have yes. that foundation. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're thank you welcome. for no, you're right. what my higher self was telling you. Yeah, because, well, because the new foundation shifts your vibrational frequency and allows you to attract differently. Yeah. See, and and that openness. And sometimes, this is for everyone, you know, we no matter how awake, aware we are, how much, how conscious, when we go through life, when you go through a lot of loss or trauma or hard knocks, however you want to term it, that dents us vibrationally. That, that shifts something. Something, a part of us submerges. And usually it's that attractor part, you know, kind of the lighter part. Things get hard. And so every now and then it's like our car. We have to take it to the car wash. You've got to get your teeth cleaned or whatever. Every now and then we have to do that ourselves. And if, when we really do it on a deep level, we shift. Those parts of us that got submerged get reconnected in a, in a whole, more holistic way, and we actually start attracting differently. And that's what you're going through, Angelique. So it's a yeah, whole overhaul. I, yeah. I so much. I feel really excited now. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad. Please keep us Thank posted you. on your path. You're doing, you're doing so much. You're doing so much. Will do. Um, it's quite I beautiful so appreciate to see. you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Angelique. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Ciao, ciao, Michelle. It's Zoe. Lovely to tune hey, in with Zoe. you. Hello, hello. Oops, you got to turn your, uh, what is it, the stream. We don't say radio anymore. It's whatever, in the back, yeah. Oh, can you, is it Oh, better? yeah, Haley Gross. Yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. Um, I just want to say, first of all, thank you for the introduction that it's just, gave me so much clarity as always. It's just been so much shifting lately that yeah. I've been feeling like, am I am I separating from all these people, from all these things, or is it just am I withdrawing or am I yeah. you know, almost to a point of like, am I in a state of depression or am I just in a state of withdrawal or like what's going on? Am I shifting because everybody else isn't? Or there's just been so much is is kind of up in the air right now, leaving me feeling a bit like, whoa. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely what you're saying is, you know, some some people are just we're just kind of needing to uh, let them kind of figure it out. And and I've definitely been mm-hmm. uh, cutting not cutting people off, but like people are always tuning in for information and I've kind of been like, you know, if you want to schedule a reading or, you know, it's just, I'm just like, I'm, good, you know, I'm tired. I don't have the time. And, and I've just been so yeah. utterly exhausted, even though I've been literally like removing myself from all of these people. And I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Am I disconnecting from people? Am I reclusing? Like, or is this just a mandatory part of the shift that's happening right now. So it's good mandatory to hear that. And, and we yeah, and we kinda know of it by like what you said, the exhaustion or is this going to pull me off of what I need to do for me? That's another thing. Is this gonna pull me off? Am I gonna have the energy? Am I gonna have the focus? Or watch it. If it does if the interaction causes you to have less energy, there's your answer. Yeah, well, the thing is, I haven't been making <laughs> almost any interactions lately, and I've still been super drained. And I, I, it's been a, it's definitely been an interesting time, but it's given me a lot of 
self-focus, a lot of introspective. And then also, yeah, like what you're saying, water. I've drank almost as much water in one week as I do in three weeks' time. So yeah. it's it's super crazy. So it, it's good to know that we're going through some some shifts, some leveling up and all this stuff, and it's probably why I'm just kind of cutting off. But, yeah, it was definitely leaving me feeling like, am I in the right place? Am I doing the right thing? Um Anyways, I had a I had a quick question because I've been I've been going a little bit I've been going a little bit batty and I feel like a, a little bit of my feeling drained has been um looking for new places. And I've found some places that are okay, but I'm not sure if I really have found the place. Like I found places that will fit into what I need. But I just kind of wanted to tune in and and say, am I have I actually found one of the spaces that I'm supposed to be at? Do I need to continue looking? Do I need to give it more time? Do I need to extend where I'm at? Because tomorrow I need to make a choice, and I'm feeling like uh, my body is just kicking my butt right now to where what I was supposed to do today to have everything packed up did not happen did not happen yeah can you extend your place yeah I can extend where I'm at it's just it's where I'm at is like on a main road and it's so it wakes me up so early every day to hear all the noise of the car it's not conducive to my uh, sleep uh, dream journaling or any of this stuff I'm having such a hard time tuning in with my normal channeling since I've been here this past month. Yeah. So, okay. Well, but, but, but what I would say with that is can you use the environment? Haha. Sometimes this happens. We get a certain environment. So it may be that you're meant to be out and about more or doing something else. See what you can do. Cause I'm not sure you found the place and I feel like it's a push to get out of there on so sometimes we're in a place for a reason, right? Yeah. It may not support one part of us, but it supports another part of us. So I would say see how you can positively or in a life-enhancing way use the environment that you're at to get certain things done, and then I feel something is going to open. It's almost like there's a, there's, a, there's a lesson or something that you need to integrate there. Yeah, maybe I just – maybe I need to get up and go – down to the to the beach or something, watch the sunrise. Beach, you are, yeah, because it's, yeah, because it's Go early. It's beach. super maybe early. It's between be, like maybe. between like five and six a.m. every day. That they're just, it's just like, and I'm, I being shocked out of my sleep is so, like yeah. non-conducive for but, but my channeling you, for everything. Right, says you. The little Zoe. Let's see what expanded or higher self Zoe has to say. So there's a reason because it's not opening up yet. Because I feel once this shifts, so it may be just getting more comfortable with that, being one with that noise, that irritation, or using, again, using it like, okay, this is what it is. Get up, go to the beach, go do something, work out, walk, yoga. And then maybe the channeling comes after that, or maybe you end up meeting someone, right? Um, yeah, mm. let sometimes let let the environment shift you right now is what I'm hearing, and see what comes from that. Because I do feel there so, is yeah. a place for you, and and I can see it. It has like an archway with some 
pinkish, I don't know, like a bougainvillea kind of flower. There's like a little archway. It could be like a, it could be like a place that has multiple um, units on it or something or little houses or something. But I see you going through this little, like there's like a little opening. Uh, it's like in between two houses or buildings or two properties or something. And I see you going through it in the, in the back. It's like a walkway. And it's definitely off the beaten path. So I don't know if yeah. it's a guest house. I'm not sure. But, it's, I, but I see this narrow opening. And you walking through there. Um, yeah, because I'm feeling I need, I need more garden space. This being next to the road is <laughs> It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, I get think it. I, I spent time in more. India. I get it. And in India, I, I thought we were having like a, you know, a, a spaceship was, was landing. There, there was... Right before daylight, you couldn't see. You just heard this. Yeah. I woke up and I was like, and then okay, I didn't see. Any, then I kind of saw shadows, and then as it got dark or lighter, rather, I saw thousands of people, thousands that come in every day from the country and countryside into the city to make money. Some with no mm-hmm. legs on a skateboard, coming out of the trees, coming out of the sewer. <laughs> I mean it. And then I asked the people I was staying with, I said, I heard this sound. I thought it was, and she, and I said, what is that sound? And she says, that's the sound that thousands of people make. Mm, just by their just, move, yeah, by that's move, what it is. Their movement coming into the city. So I was like, wow, I never had heard that. I mean, it was such a fantastic sight. I mean, I can't even, children, dogs, animals, goats families, I mean, just streaming in. But also you would see them come, popping up, like from this, like, round sewer thing or whatever you call those big pipes and then jumping down from the tree. And, yeah, Crazy. so I get it. But there's, yeah, but there's something there, I feel, that's some peace for you. So I would say find a way to work with the energy, which is a meta- alchemy, Work with the energy of what is, and then you'll be able to shift it. So you're going to take that energy, work with it, use it. You'll get in some kind of vibe about it, and then you'll be able to – it'll shift, and you'll be able to use it to, to, to move out is what I'm hearing, to move in that next direction. So another direction. And can I ask one more thing? Am I looking in the right area, or do I need to go farther? I I think I don't know. I don't feel so. I feel like there's something else that comes to you. I'm not. I don't feel it's okay. where you've been looking. Yeah. Yeah. Because I when like I went I a little this bit guy with a farther shirt out, so long, I felt like, it, you felt like what? Oh, I I went farther out and I I I found this other villa and it was just like nice. It was like by the rice fields and I saw, but I'm like okay, I have to have somebody else to have this place, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it, it definitely felt yeah, so it wasn't it's far there, away from but here, just, but it felt nicer. Yeah, but it just, and I, I do feel like there could be other expats or Americans there or near there. I do feel there's somebody, they look like a surfer kind of guy, kind of medium brown hair, kind of wavy Yeah, this was, okay, different, different, yeah, because the place I went was, there, it was a, an older Australian surfer dude, and it's an area where there was a bunch of expats. So maybe I just need to continue. Oh, well, it could be that maybe area that then. area. 
is calling towards me. Maybe I need to continue yeah, in that area because I looked at three different surfer, places in I definitely area. See some, yeah, I definitely see some surfer dudes. So maybe, you know, they get up early and surf. So maybe you're going to meet somebody because I definitely can see the, I can see the back of his hair, a bunch of them. It's not just one. I see one, and then he's got like a little, the little skirts they wear sometimes, you know, a little sarongy thing. And, um, yeah. Oh, but but he's but he's light skin. Yeah. I mean, people wear sarongs out here. All yeah. the, it's just how the Balinese dress. Yeah, he's in light. Yeah, he's light. He's light. He's light. But it's uh-huh. not. He's he's only one of them that I see. But the, so just work with the energy, Zoe. Keep us posted. Work with the energy, and then see awesome. what um, what transpires. So it really is. It's my body and my and my being telling me just chill out a little bit. There's still something else. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Right, awesome. You Thank you so care. much. Good to tune in with you. I'm excited about the guest. Yay. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Amazing, amazing. Okay. Talk to you later. Yay. Big hug. Big hug. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Oh, hi. My name's Jennifer. My question was, um, I've been getting headaches recently. Is it ascension related or is it more of a physical thing? See what? Um, well, I think a little bit of both. I think you're sensitive to something, so I don't know. You may want to um, open windows or air purify. There is something that is kind of um, in the air around you, is what I'm hearing. Have you had so the like, Have you had a? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't normally ever get headaches. It's weird. Yeah. But I feel like there's something uh, – has there been construction or something going on around you recently? No. That you know of or anything in the – yeah, I feel like there is something environmental. So maybe you want to get a Himalayan sea salt lab. Again, drink lots of water to move things through. Um, I don't see it lasting is what I'm hearing. Um mm-hmm. It could be something that you normally eat that your body's also kind of tired with. I don't know if it's dairy or something, but it does feel like there is an external factor to it is what I'm hearing. And it does show that it will be passing. It will be moving. Um, Because I see you thinking, oh, that's funny. Maybe it was that. It's like I feel like after the fact, you're going to kind of go, oh, maybe it was this. You know, maybe it's this that I was doing. Or that I was eating, something like that. Let's see. Yeah. The Himalayan sea salt lamp gets rid of toxins? Well, it helps clear the air. It helps, um, let me see, what else would help you? Well, eucalyptus, putting in the shower. Um, Yeah, it needs to clear up. That's why I'm almost feeling like there could be some kind of congestion or something. Okay. have you been eating dairy? Uh, not really, no. I uh, I've but not, steered clear of it, but uh, but not really. But what are? But really, so something, something, or sometimes what? I, I found last soy. night I had too much sugar in my system. Um, oh, that could be. And I, yeah, I had a really bad stomach ache. But prior to that, I hadn't had any sugar, um, and I got a headache. So. There you go. Well, there you go. There's the external. Yeah. So just mm-hmm. drink lots of water. You know, right now with the with the shifts that are happening, 
we have just weird sensitivity to certain foods. You know, I bought something the other day, I ordered something, and then I just couldn't eat it. I was like, oh. And it was healthy. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. I that feel, was, that's I funny. Some, you know what? I did the same thing. I got, like, this Thai thing that I usually like, and I took a bite of it and went, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what it is. I think the extra, sh- I think that's it. And you hadn't had it for a while. So sometimes when our system is clearer from something, we introduce it, you know, two things can happen. Sometimes we have a lot of it and then the overload says, oh, no more. Or we haven't had something in a long time and then we introduce it and the body says no, you know. So that's what it is. I feel the ascension aspect for you is just you're just more in touch. You're just more sensitive these days. Mm, okay, I'll I'll take it easy. But thank you very much. I appreciate your insight. Oh, you're so welcome. Hope you can stick around for our wonderful guests. I'll thank. I will. Bye. Take care. All right, Jennifer. Take care. Oh, all right, everyone. Uh, gosh, so great to have all of you here. Um, thank you for co-creating this with me. We have such a wonderful community here that I'm just so thankful for. Um, so it's time for our second half of the program. Our awakening dialogue today is with Jude Curavan, a cosmologist, astrologer, futurist, and author. Um, Jude actually has a master's in physics from Oxford, a PhD in archaeology, has also worked in finance. Um, in the mid-90s, she left her corporate career to pursue her calling and assisting in the global shift of awareness, and she definitely has storehouse of wisdom, understanding, insights, and grace. That's what I would say about Jude. Um, she is an author of Cosmic Hologram, Hope, The 13th Step, uh, just to name a few. Um, you can find her on judecurvan.com, and, of course, her books are on Amazon as well. Uh, so let's uh, connect in with Jude. Hi, Jude. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. It's great to speak with you again and be part of your community. Oh, thank you. I have been so hoping you could come back um, and just connect and share with us through, oh, my gosh, all this crazy stuff, um, you know, Mm -hmm. expansion and clearing, clearing house. Um, How are Mm -hmm. you doing, by the way, with all of this? You're in the U.K., of course. I am. I'm actually very well. Um, What happened to me at the end of 2019 is I think I was saying to anybody who'd listen that after years and years and years of being on the road, I really felt I wanted to be at home in 2020. Mm. So I was out in California in January and New Zealand in March, and I literally got home two weeks before lockdown here. Um, And it was an amazingly busy time going nowhere but going everywhere by zoom and connecting globally but what i've been doing is writing my next book ah amazing (laughs) okay that's giving you the time yeah i think some of us got kind of a a heads up on 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 this either through feeling or vision um this kind of uh, course correction you know redirection right Absolutely. I mean, we had, if you remember, we had the conjunction of 12th of January, um, and that very much was about breakdown or breakthrough. And I was asked to write about the astrology of it, which I did, 
And then on the run up to it, and I basically said that we would be stopped in our tracks, that anything that no longer supported us would be going and gone. Um, and then I was asked to write a bit more about the astrology in the aftermath. And I said no, because like I'm sure you and many of your community, um, I, I knew there was a black swan event coming. And with black swan events, mm-hmm. you don't know what they are until they arrive, but you yeah. have, can have a sense that they're coming. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so I do feel, I mean, I've been also sharing with folks that, of course, it's been enormously, enormously challenging to so many. But also, I've been feeling that rather than seeing it as a crisis, we might actually view it as a metamorphosis because we sure needed to change. And, and I really do feel that this is offering us a moment, an opportunity to choose and to really change, which we need to do as a species. So true. And, you know, think about it, too. I, I kind of contemplated this. I thought in order to get global change, collective change, there had to be something so global, collective. Yeah, um, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's interesting, Henry, is that... Mm. No, please go on. Duke? Oh, no, I'm just saying, just what you're going to say. I, I mean, it's so supported the astrology, you know. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Support that think, shows this. I think it does. It really does. And, of course, that conjunction with Jupiter and Saturn really played throughout the whole of the year until mm-hmm. last solstice. So we had a whole year of sort of pulsing of this breakdown and breakthrough and the resetting and the going within and the dealing with. And for us here at any rate in the UK, um, I think there's some major changes societally, you know, uh, coming mm-hmm. out of this. And it's early days. But I, I hope you're finding as well, um, over that last year, we've been linking up and lifting up with so many more folks globally. Yeah. You know, there's been this real sense of coming together and, and acting together and finding new ways together. So with all the challenges, personally, I'm feeling incredibly optimistic. And I'm even more optimistic when I look at the astrology of the solar eclipse that's coming up on the 10th of June. So, Are you? Well, so what is that? Um, yeah, if you share a bit about that. Um, you, I think, what is it, new moon, solar eclipse? Is it on the new yeah. moon? Yeah. Or, yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, all solar eclipses are at the new moon because obviously the, 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 the moon needs to line up with sun uh, across right. from where we are. But, you know, as you know, eclipses are about new beginnings. And mm. on the 10th of June... Um, the actual energies of the eclipse, it's an annual eclipse, it's not a total eclipse, so it's rather like a a ring around the eclipse, very beautiful. Um, But it's actually a very positive essence, because what you've got is you've got the sun and moon and Mercury and the midheaven all emphasizing communications of ideas, you know, curiosity, with openness, with intuitive insights, and with a focus of making a change, making some real change in the world. Mm. So interestingly enough, we here in Cornwall have got the G7 meeting, the starting oh. the day afterwards. So there's a, 
Yeah, so there's a lot of healers around the world who are really you know, holding that intention, that space for some really positive change to come out of those three days. Of, of, of meetings and the, the rest of the astrology supports that it so grounds it it supports it it encourages you know change and positive change and coming together and, and cooperating together so it's going to be really interesting to see you know next week um, as we move into the solar eclipse and through it and, and the G7 and then of course the solar eclipse energies have a wave that lasts about six months to the next eclipse and that takes in the um, climate conference in Scotland in November so we've got this incredible period of time of potential for some real positive forward-looking change mm. now Jude how does this because we just had a solar eclipse um, I listen to quite a lot of information. Sidereal is said of the Taurus, uh, Western uh-huh. or tropical is Gemini. How does this? How do? What is the interplay between the um, uh, the lunar eclipse and solar eclipse? Mm-hmm. Help people understand. Well, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Usually, what you have if you have a solar eclipse, you usually have two lunar eclipses either side. Because obviously lunar eclipses happen at the full moon and solar eclipses happen at the new moon. Um, Mm -hmm. And so if you have a solar eclipse in a particular date, then sort of um, two weeks afterwards and two weeks before it, you are likely to have some form of lunar eclipse. And the energies interplay because for me, a lunar eclipse is a time to go within and whatever Mm -hmm. the essence of that eclipse time and and positioning is it's offering an opportunity to go within whereas a solar eclipse is sort of taking its energies outwardly oh that's interesting yeah i've heard that before so how would we how would we best use this time then whatever is it whatever's happened in the lunar then somehow we is there an external situation or is there a change in behavior does the solar eclipse yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, they each have their, their planetary aspects. And I haven't mm-hmm. looked deeply into the two lunar eclipses, but, but the solar eclipse is, is, I think, particularly powerful because its essence is you've got the sun and the moon and Mercury, the planet of communication, and the midheaven of our um, life in the world, you know, whether we want to call it a career or our jobs or our professional life or our dharma, our, our sort of higher mm-hmm. path are all in Gemini. So it's all about mm. bringing new ideas and communications and, and playing them out and really coming together to do so. Because um, it, there's also a lovely, a lovely aspect with Saturn. So Saturn's grounding, you know, brings common sense and a sort of right. balanced self-confidence to all of this. So to have this solar eclipse literally over-lighting the, the, the leaders of the G7 meeting um, is, is an amazing moment of potential. And I know wow. a lot of folks around the world are just really holding the intentional space for that, those essence, you know, that essence and those energies to really flow positively forward. Mm-hmm. And now for our listeners, that, can you go a little bit into that G7, what 
the story of, of Mother Earth, the story of our planetary home as a, a living, sentient, mm. evolving being in a living, sentient, evolving universe. Um, but you know, also, it is very much about this pivotal time of, of potential conscious evolution of us as a species because, you know, we've spoken about this a lot, Michelle, in the past, that essentially our, our mainstream paradigm worldview has been a, a, a separation of materialism and separation. And, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, it, 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 I'm saying that a, a worldview of separation drives the world of suffering. And we've yeah. now got the evidence that we're literally inseparable. So yes. this is, I think, yeah. what our new foundation is. This is our new foundation, this remembering that we're inseparable, although unity expresses itself in radical diversity and differentiation, that we are literally waking up to remember we're inseparable. Yes, yes. Boy, that is so true. And my my understanding is also that, I mean, had we stayed in the old trajectory, we would have become extinct. We were just at the pinnacle of separation or this idea of separation, which it seems now through everything that's happening is this awareness for more people of the interconnectedness of everything and everyone, that we, we are in, you know, this symbiotic relationship, whether people like it or not, that is the truth, you know, to not just yeah. to each other, but to, you're probably putting Gaia, Mother Earth, and all yeah. that's on it, yeah. or within it. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And I do feel that, you know, last year um, I was invited to contribute to a book along with 40 of my, my wonderful friends and colleagues at the Evolutionary Leader Circle. And we called it our moment of choice. And it, it really came from so many complementary but different perspectives. Um, but it was completely around this 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 theme, this sense that if we're going to survive and thrive, we have to heal the dis-ease of our fragmented worldview because our worldview drives our yes. behavior. So unless, this, yeah. unless we wake up to remembering this, as you say, I, I also agree, I don't think we, we sh- will survive as a species, but I do feel that this is our absolute moment of choice. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's cho- we just do you choose along with it or do you resist it? It's just that's it. It's going because you know, as you know, as a scientist, all of nature wants to thrive. It goes for homeostasis. So even if the human mind or the lower aspect uh, resists it, fights it, it's nature is yeah. saying, you know, uh, we're going in this direction. Um, now, Jude, we have a question in the chat from Haley. I wonder what mm-hmm. significance does this June full moon have in relation to the powerful new moon eclipse? Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Does that play in? Because we have the new sure moon, Haley. Yeah, in Gemini. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Haley, I haven't had an opportunity to look at it either. Um, it's pretty straightforward to go online and sort of get some information on that. But what I find is that the, 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 the lunar eclipses that sort of precede and, and, and then come after 
a solar eclipse always complement. So perhaps what's likely for the coming lunar eclipse after the June 10th solar eclipse is that all the themes that I'm, I've, I've been sharing and speaking about in terms of new ideas, new ways of being, better communications, coming with curiosity, grounding in common sense, um, the, the, that is moving outwards. But the lunar eclipse is likely to offer us an, an opportunity to take an in-breath along with that mm-hmm. out-breath to say, what does, it mean? what does it mean for me? Because, of course, mm-hmm. the solar eclipse and lunar eclipses affect everyone, whether they're visible or not. So they're affecting everyone. So the lunar eclipse can offer us an opportunity to take that back into a personal perspective and say, what does it mean to me? How can I communicate uh, more openly? Um, how can I mm-hmm. trust my intuitive insights more? How can I bring a sense of, 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 of a willingness and, and, and foundation and empathy and you know, keeping on through this amazing adventure and journey. What does it mean to me? What does it mean for me? Mm-hmm. Now, would there be some, ch- it seems like with the new moon solar eclipse that there's going to be some, will be some decided changes, I would imagine. Well, that certainly- somehow some ideas would be changing, or, or especially because, you know, going back to that Gemini energy. Sure, absolutely. And, and I think it's, it's going to be where people are, either individually and in groups and collectively and in nations, because certainly in the UK, I think that is intentionally happening. Um, to what degree we succeed, we'll find out. But I think right. what I see in the US, of course, is a very, very different perspective with the Biden administration and the Trump administration. But I think what's happening in the US is, is, is quite complex insofar that all of this is happening, but it's still happening within um, an astrological time frame of what's called the Pluto return for the I was USA just say that, as a yeah. country. We're, yeah, yep. we're in that Pluto. Yeah, we've got it. We've got some, you know, more uh, uprising and revolutions. <laughs> Big and small uh, to happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the Pluto return actually is 2024-25. So if you think about sort of 1776 and the four years or so before that, it won't be the same, but there will be that sense of essence of revolution and how is it going to be resolved? You know, is it going to be resolved through, you know, a healing and a coming together and a finding of a middle way? Is it going to sort of perhaps deal with some of the deeper traumas uh, that, that the U.S. and the U.S. psyche have held since the very beginning? Um, because there's that opportunity to do that because the higher purpose of the U.S., is literally, if you look at the natal chart, is an amazing beacon for the world. But it can only step into that higher purpose if it deals with the traumas of its past and its present. Mm. Oh, that's such a good point. And it seems like a lot of that is um, coming up in various ways and various sectors. Um, and I think, and I don't know if it's North Node, Gemini, South Node, and Sagittarius, but there's a, a lot, um, and of course with Jupiter is in um, Aquarius. I guess it retrograded back to Pisces, that will go into Aquarius. That's highlighting a lot of um, 
legal stuff that's coming up mm-hmm. or starting to come up to the foreground. Um, yeah. So I feel like some of this revolution will happen legally or through the justice system. Um, I, I agree with you, actually, because if you look at the natal chart of the U.S., which you, you have and you know, um, it's a contractual country. It's, mm. a, it's a country based on laws, essentially. And, and certainly, I agree with you. I think if, if these changes are going to happen, then it will be through the justice system um, that they will find their grounding. They will find their framework and they will find the grounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Judy, as we talked about, you know, I almost feel, and when you listen to other, uh, you know, information outlets that are, you know, international, it's like so many eyes on the United States. What are they going to do? How are they going to get out of this? <laughs> I, think, I think people Shit. outside the United States recognize the pickle more than people in the United States, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, that, to be honest, is probably my experience <laughs> yes, as a super exactly. fan, as a super fan of, of the U.S. Yeah. and my, my beloved American friends. I, I think that's right. I think the other thing as well, for me, probably the, the most dangerous um, aspect, there's also a huge possibility and potential, but the most dangerous aspect is this continuing level of misinformation and a communications environment that just has people in their own bubbles, their own echo chambers. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, I feel, is is one of the most dangerous aspects because people aren't communicating. They're literally shouting Mm -hmm. back at themselves or, or, or others, but there's no sense... Or there is a sense, of course there's a sense, but I do feel that unless there's a, an ability to really start hearing and listening to what other people are saying and not see the other as an enemy, because that's yeah. the danger of this level of polarization, um, and I don't know when that fever is going to burst, um, I really don't know. I, 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 I mm. know that it has the potential to heal, Mm-hmm. But that's a choice that's down to, you know, everyone in the States, really. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can, yes. I can look from across the pond. I love you. I love you. Yes. Exactly. Get sorted. That's what we need. <laughs> well, I do know there's a small little kind of group, and I'm sure there's groups kind of everywhere that um, are seeing the humor in the labels. Um, and I know I have this with some friends and some clients will laugh and say, well, I will be the way that I'm believing is a new age spiritualist redneck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if you throw me in with my beliefs, it's, it's like it's, it's, and it's, it's so far to the left, but also so far to the right and somewhere in between. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mixture. So I think that's something that um, – if people can let go, and I don't know if this shows it all in the astrology, of the labels. And that's, I think that's what, um, or I'm so for this but so against that. It closes the door but because if you can surely talk to people, like you were saying, and really just hear, then you realize beyond the labels there can be some similarities. It might, not, it might seem paradoxical, but it is what it is, you know. Um, Absolutely. 
Yeah, if we can get, and that brings us back into that oneness too. That's beyond yeah. those labels. In, absolutely, I completely agree with you. I love your description. <laughs> Oh, what did you say? A sort of a new age redneck. I love that. Yeah. I, I think you and I stand. Like right? I think you're my sister. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think you're my sister. I think you're my sister. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hear that with you. Right? It's like a friend of mine said, well, gosh, Michelle, you, I said, well, you might just find me sometime. Maybe I'll be with, I don't know, the militia or something. I don't know. You know, I would not killing or guns, but I said, it's so, I can see both sides and agree with, this and that, you know, it's like the the yoga person that's meeting me. It's like, okay, it, it somehow it has to all be able to go together. I can't explain it. I mean, they're just beliefs. I don't think viewpoint. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I agree, and I, I I don't think there's even a need to try and explain it. But I do agree with you. This whole identity of of left and right, mm-hmm. and and it's not just the identity. It's seeing the what is not that identity as being somehow wrong or, or an enemy or whatever, instead yeah. of this sense of, you know, inclusion. I and mean, one of the things I mentioned earlier, you know, unity is not about uniformity. It's about mm. radical diversity. Yeah, I mean, are you... Yeah. But isn't it, isn't it important to remember that? Because then we can say, you're, you're so different from me. And isn't that fantastic? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, unity is not about conformity. Um, oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. It's very. I, I think that's the biggie. I think right now that mm. is, and maybe all of these like creating this new reality where. Cause I know this at least in the state. I lived in Europe too. I think Europeans do this less. We all do it on a human level, but there's just something about you have to be all the way through the letter if you're conservative or labor or right or left or, or your ethnicity, then you, oh, it's all down the, okay, these are the bullet points that you are. Or you're this religion or you believe this way or you're this color, all the way down. This way, it's like 20 bullet points or more that you have to be, and all, you are all of them. But, mm. and then someone that says, well, no, I, 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 I might be one or two, but I'm actually over here, none of that. Yeah. And, I don't know, Jude, that really messes people up. They want they want all, all the way straight down the line, you know. <laughs> uh, but like you said earlier, that's not reality and that's not the way it is. I mean I was brought up I was brought up as the daughter of a coal miner in the north of England. And there's some parts of, of the UK that think that, that the folks in that particular area are exactly as you describe. You know, they're down the line, they tick all the boxes. But that's not my experience of growing up. There was such a diversity of views, but they were always good-natured. And the thing that was key, and you mentioned this earlier, was was the humor. Just not taking ourselves too seriously, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But that's a good point, because there's, again, a lot of stereotypes. You know, and I'm wondering... You know, maybe the new moon solar eclipse is a, is a piece or a part of that, too, because creating this new reality, if that shift is going to be that we don't try to tick boxes in people, that if there's some way that we can get to a way that we don't do that, you know, it, it, it just show up 
to interact with people yeah. without already having ticked all those boxes, you know? Well, you know, the healthiest ecosystems are the most diverse ecosystems. They're the most resilient. They're the most abundant, um, you know, because of that diversity. And I've, I've got a friend who is a, a, a farmer, and organic farmer, and they, they grow amazing, amazing crops and food because they have diversity. You know, it's the mm. monocultures that, that if, there's a, if there's a disease or, you know, a situation that comes through that's adverse to, to what they can tolerate, the whole system dies. Whereas in a healthy, abundant, diverse ecosystem, there's inbuilt resilience. And I think that's, you know, about our human family is an ecosystem. And when we have our mm. diversity, it's glorious, but it's also the genius of the group, you know, the genius of the collective comes in many, many different ways and through many, many different gifts and many different perspectives. So actually, our diversity, I talk about, you know, unity is our power, diversity is our strength and valuing that and celebrating that, I think is, is what gives me hope, hope in action. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we're not accepting and, and tolerating of difference and celebrating difference, we are even less likely to, to come through this um, in, a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. I like what you say, human, you know, humanity as an ecosystem. I mean, it's part of that, but it is also its own ecosystem, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's part of Gaia's. Mm-hmm. The Gaia, what mm-hmm. I call the Gaia sphere. Yeah, I, I, I really am inviting everyone when the book comes out to start really having this sense that beyond being human beings, we're all Gaians. Mm. We're all Gaians. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Gaians. Ooh, I love that better than humans. <laughs> Gaians. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Jude. Wow. Now, what's your inspiration <laughs> that you're doing? Um, Gaia, her story. That sounds fascinating. Well, it, it, quite a long time ago, I was guided to write a trilogy um, to, to, to serve transformational change in the world. And the three books, the first one was The Cosmic Hologram, and that came out in 2017. And that really was the understanding, you know, taking cosmology to another level where, you know, we've got the evidence now that our universe exists and evolves as a unified entity. But the second book, Gaia, Her Story, is, is going further, is, going be, is, is starting from where the cosmic hologram completed. And it's basically mm-hmm. shown the evidence that our universe doesn't just exist and evolve as a, as a unified entity. It literally exists to evolve. It has this extraordinary evolutionary impulse to evolve from simplicity to complexity. So showing the evidence for that, um, I'm hoping that beyond the understanding then comes up experiencing that we are Gaians. And then the third book is about, about us. You know, who are we? Um, mm. Where are we at now? What is our potential? And what choices do we perhaps need to call to ourselves and, 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 and decide if we are going to survive and thrive? And, and also 
the third book's really going to go into the multidimensionality of reality. Ooh, I love that. that we have to, Ooh. <laughs> you know, to, to show that we, yeah, we have a superpower. We have superpowers. You know, yeah. we have superpowers of intuition that we can call on. We have guidance and help and support multidimensionally. And for me, anything that speaks to our conscious evolution speaks to naturalizing those connections and those communications and, and those conversations. Oh, my gosh. I oh, look forward to that, reading that, because I have read your cosmic hologram. But this Now, it's, dude, listen, it's not lost on me that we have Uranus and Taurus for many more years. Uranus, representing the heavens, is the, is the husband of Gaia, the earth. Yep. And then, yeah, and then you're writing this book on, on um, Gaia during Uranus and Taurus. Yes. I mean. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what time? I mean, it's so insane. Oh, it's, it's amazing because, I, you know, I really was hoping to write it a little earlier, but it's perfect time. As, as you say, of course, with Uranus in Taurus, there is this tenacity, you know, there is this tenacity to pursue these new and emergent and literally revolutionary transformations. Yeah. So what a placement. What a placement. Hmm. Yeah, and Taurus representing Earth. I mean, what a, what, that Uranus yeah. energy of heaven, of the cosmos, and you're grounding it, you're you're. You know, it's infused in the earth, getting people to see how it is. It is of the earth. It is infused in the earth. It is, um, yes. you know, part of our the cosmos and our cosmology. Um, yeah, what timing. What timing. I mean, it's so perfect. It's like an outpicturing of that energy, you know. <laughs> an externalization, a manifestation it, of that energy. <laughs> well, it, Feels, it feels great. And, and the other beautiful thing that I'm so grateful to my publishers in a traditions for, um, because I haven't yet, you know, they've said yes, and, and I'm due to submit the manuscript fairly soon. But we're looking to have the launch, hopefully, the publication on Earth Day, which is the 22nd of April next year. Oh, so. gosh. Oh, love it. Well, you yeah, definitely have to come back and share. Um, wow, that that's even yeah. So it's so it's so timed, um, timely, and gosh, fits in with your, you know, the first book, Cosmic Hologram, because it's so much of this energy right now really is about grounding it or recognizing it in the earth. That's it has to play out in the earth. It can't just stay in the quote unquote heavens anymore, you know, or in the etheric plane. We have to live this in the earth. Absolutely, absolutely. And healing our relationship with Gaia and all her children is vital. Mm. If we're going to heal ourselves, and certainly if we're going to be able to, to move forward as a conscious species, you know, that, that for me mm. is, is the deepest healing. And, and we've, you know, we've, we hold so much trauma because of this, you know, we bought into this illusion of separation. And, and yeah. that, you know, individuation is great. Diversity is great. Differentiation is great. It's all part of reality. But what we've mistaken is that we're separate because separation is yeah. illusory. 
and, and yet, you know, it's driven us to the edge of catastrophe. So I think as waking up, I talk about as waking up to remember we're inseparable. And for me, that includes, you know, healing our relationship with Gaia and all her children. Oh, so beautiful. Well, I look forward to reading the second book in the trilogy. Um, sounds amazing. Really look forward to it. Um, yeah, it's so timely. I just can't get, I, of course it is. It's you, Jude. But, uh, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God, it fits in with so much that's happening right now and also the aspect. It's, um, yeah, it's that externalization. Well, yeah, it's just as well that I'm not in charge. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right? That's what I think. When these kinds of things happen, I go, gosh, thank God I didn't get in the way of anything. You know? Thank God. <laughs> Literally, thank God I didn't get in the way. Yeah. 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 You know, and the guides yeah. are always saying there's going to be new, you know, the externalization, new materials, new new forms, yeah. new ways of being. You know, there has to be the books, the media, that all has to hold that the new information, the new merging consciousness, the frequency of that. And boy, I mean, I don't think you get it, it with this energy that you're putting in and just the way that it's unfolding. Boy, you don't get, you know, more than that. You know, that that's just right on target. It's uh, That's exciting. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So exciting. It is exciting. I, and, you know, the other thing that's thrilling me, as well is you know we've talked about the convergence of science and spirituality and consciousness which is wonderful mm-hmm. into this literal integrated whole world view that that I'm you know I, I my community involved with but what I'm loving is the way that the arts and creativity is weaving and flowing with all of this so yes. um, you know I'm, I'm co-creating or with folks uh, around songs and 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 films and you know music and art and so many different ways of telling this new story so many different voices and so many different ways to share this new story yeah we uh, and that's it i think it's the sharing and the story that's so powerful um that's it gets transmitted that way it gets passed on uh we have to share the story, our story, and this, this story. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, and I think when we do share our stories, it's marvelous. It's wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh gosh, Jude. So the best way to connect is still JudeCuravan.com. Is that the best? Probably yes. Or otherwise, we have a website called Whole World Hyphen View dot org. That whole, as in W-H-O-L-E, world, W-O-R-L-D, all one word, hyphen, view, V-I-E-W, dot org. Because that's showing where people can can sort of um, join up and and, and share our newsletter. They can be part of the community and um, hear what, and and participate in in what's unfolding. Oh, perfect. Oh, great, great. So whole world, hyphen, view, dot org whole world that, that's right whole world hunt. ah brilliant i kind of knew there was some another avenue <laughs> oh Jude, thank you so much i so appreciate you love you so much i'm just so grateful that you were able to come on today and share and um no better time than the present so thank you so much for being here 
Oh, I love you, Michelle, and I love your community, and thank you so much for inviting me, and until the next time. Yes, until the next time. Big hugs. Bless you. Lots of love. Lots of love. All right, everyone, that was Jude Curavan, and um, I highly recommend getting the Cosmic Hologram, um, especially the um, first part of the trilogy, so... If you want to find out more information about Jude and how you can connect with her and be a part of this um, amazing unfolding, you can go to wholeworldview.org, and that's wholeworld-view.org. All right, everyone. Um, So much love and light to all of you. Thanks for co-creating this. Um, Appreciate you all. And as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?